And he flies one deep right field. McCarthy back near the wall. It's out of here. Francisco Alvarez ties the game. Two out, two strikes. Home run in the top of the ninth. Alvarez strikes again. And the Mets come back off the mat to tie it in the ninth. And he drives one to center field. That's deep. That goes Thomas. Back to the warning track. It's over his head. Racing for third. Beatty. He'll turn and score. Canna heads for third. He's got an RBI triple. And the Mets have the lead in the top of the ninth. Oh, wow. And just like that, we are sucked back in. We believe again. The Mets... That's what the Mets do. That's what Mets fans are. They watch something like last night, and they are sucked right back in. Yours truly being one of them. What a game. What a big-time home run from Francisco Alvarez. A big-time pitching performance from Senga. A big-time triple from Kana. And listen, it all went well. And now, now, you got to believe. I'm Bob Walters. Welcome to Locked Up Sports Daily. Um, listen, last night was great. It was a great game. It was a great win. It's still just one win. It's still just one win. They got to do it again. They got to do it again today. You know, go for the sweep. Get the sweep. But let's get back to last night where it looked like it was all over. And if you watch the the camera in the booth of Gary and Keith... You could see that as Alvarez's ball is clear in the fence and he's in the middle of making the call, he's pulling his stuff out of the briefcase because he didn't believe either. He had packed up. He put his stuff away. He was ready to hightail it out of there back to the hotel with a one nothing loss. And Francisco Alvarez took a high fastball and put it over the fence in right field the other way. I said yesterday he gets big home runs. He's got a ton of power. And listen, that's as good of a win as the Mets have had all year. It's by far their best win, I think. It's better. It's bigger than the ones that they had during that five-game winning streak at home because it was on the road. It was a one nothing. It was a great pitcher's duel, first of all. It was a, it was a good game. It was a, a, you know, it was a classic pitcher's duel. Zenga, I told you yesterday again, I told you that you'd know early if Zenga had it or not. And you could see the swings and misses. He was getting swings and misses on the forkball. He was throwing the fastball by them because of the forkball. They were they were they had to you know they weren't sitting fastball like you like you should. And he made one mistake. He gave up the home run. And you figured that you know that that was it. The Mets of, you know the Mets of June would go back in, and they would lose that game one nothing. Well, the Mets of July win that game two to one. And it's just a huge uplift for this team. A huge uplift. And if they could somehow win today and complete the four-game and complete the sweep of Arizona and head with a head of steam into San Diego and take that series, then, you know, maybe we're looking at something here. Maybe we're looking at at least meaningful baseball in the second half. Now, you got to be careful because the Mets have had big wins like like this not a, not as big not as uh, dramatic but they've had dramatic wins 
during that five-game streak. You had the one where uh, Alonzo hit the game-winning home run, where Alvarez got a home run in that one as well. And then a couple days later, the streak ended, and they kind of just fell flat on their face again. Now it's the test. Now we're going to see what kind of baseball team the Mets really are. Are they the team that they've been through the first two months, or are they the team that we thought they would be coming into the season? They have the talent. They have a, a, a star behind the plate. I said yesterday, I, I said the best play, best hitting catcher since Mike Piazza, and, he, and he's by far the best hitting catcher since Mike Piazza. That was a Mike Piazza-like home run. High fastball, shot it out to right field over the fence, and it was in such a big moment. It took Zenga off the hook. It got him a win, which had to make him feel feel great. I mean, he that was the best he pitched all for the Mets all season. Twelve strikeouts. There wasn't a ball hit hard besides the home run all night. On either side, on either side, to be honest with you, and to come away with that win at what was it like one in the morning? is just fantastic. And if you stayed up for it, you were you were rewarded. I stayed up for it. I was watching it. Um, two pitches before, he had just, I mean, just barely nicked a foul tip. It was, it was uh, the game was basically, I mean, you couldn't have hit it any less than Alvarez hit the foul tip to stay in the at-bat. Two pitches later, he gets the fastball up over the plate and he puts it over the right field wall and the game is tied. And then the Connor triple, I mean, he hit that a ton. He hit that to the deepest part of the ballpark in right center field, over the center field of his head. Beatty came all the way around. He scored. And then they left Connor at third. And I, I was a little worried. I'll tell you what, one thing, one, another good thing about last night is we didn't have to see the bullpen. You didn't have to sit there and worry about the bullpen coming in and ruining the game. Props to, to Buck. For letting Zenga go out there and throw the eight, throw the whole eight innings, because normally he pull them out, and we and we'd be killing them today. If Zenga got pulled out in the eighth, gave up a, a, a you know they put whoever you know to have your pick of who they put in, and he gave up a, a, another run or two, and they lost this game. So props to Bucks for, to Buck for leaving him in. Letting Zenga go and pitch that eighth inning. And you could tell he was losing it a little bit, but he got himself through it. Twelve strikeouts. It was as good a pitching performance as the Mets have had this season from anybody. I mean, especially from Zenga. But it, but that was as good a pitching performance as they've had from anybody. It was a, a one nothing game, a pitcher's duel, a classic pitcher's duel where they were just strikeouts. Nobody could figure out either pitcher. And the, ball, the balls were not hit hard. It was exciting. And then Arizona takes the lead on a home run. And then Francisco Alvarez, and you could see him. I mean, to be honest with you, he, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets one up, up under the chin today. I know it was a big home run, but he was, you know, he was jumping up and down around first base, flexing his muscles. Backpedaling between first and second. <laughs> Don't be surprised if Alvarez catches one, you know, up under the chin in his first at bat today. It's going to be an interesting game. It's going to be an interesting game. And for everything that the Mets have put us through, 
That was a good win last night. It felt good. It was it was a big win. They've now won four in a row. It's still just four in a row. Listen, it doesn't erase two months of, of just garbage. It doesn't. It doesn't erase that. But it makes you, you know, it gives you hope. And that's what the Mets are good at. The Mets are good at just reeling you back in. Right when you're about to say, yeah, I'll forget this team. They reel you back in. And now, and historically, you know, they let you down. But we'll see. And they, even this year, they let us down. Because that five-game win streak, and then they went right in. You know, they, they swept the Phillies, and then they went to Toronto, and they got swept right away. And then they went to Atlanta and got swept. So let's see what they do now. These next couple games to the, today and the three in San Diego are big games. They have now just become even bigger games. And I think you want to win all of them. Is it realistic that they're going to win all of them? Probably not. Probably not. But you want to win all of them. They are six and a half back of the wild card. Still got five teams to jump. All the teams in front of them won last night. The Marlins won a crazy game where the, against the Cardinals. They were down one nothing. I think it was one. They were down a run in the ninth inning. Little comeback under the pitcher. He throws it down the right field line. Two runs score, and the Marlins walk off with a win. So the other teams won. The Mets just kind of kept kept pace. But that's the kind of win that that if they make a run here and if they get into the playoffs that you're going to look back on and you're going to circle it and say, this was this was one of the moments. You know, during rain delays when they play the uh, the 10 best finishes of a, of a particular year for the Mets, that one's going to be in the top three. It's going to be in the top three, regardless of what happens. Now, so will the Alonzo home run during the five-game win streak which they fl- fell flat on their face right after. But, I mean, last night was good. It was good. It's something to build off of. It's four in a row. Okay? So they're playing better. They And I the key yesterday was they, they stayed out of the bullpen. You can't... This bullpen... I mean, you know the bullpen would have come in in the eighth inning and give out whoever it was, whether it was Rally or, or you know, or Smith or whoever, and would have given up two or three runs. They would have been, they lost 4-1. But he let Senga go out there. He got through the eighth inning. And he was rewarded with it with a win. Now, listen, give Henry credit, too. He pitched, he pitched a hell of a game. Six innings, two hits, two strikeouts, four walks. He was not as dominant as Zenga was. Zenga was as dominant as you could be. And, and the Arizona bullpen came in, and they, they pitched well, except for the closer. Chafin came in. He gave up the you know he gave up the two big hits, and it is what it is. He got the loss. He's two and two now. Zenga's seven and five. His ERA dropped to three point three one, so it really dipped last night. Let me give you the final line on Zenga: eight innings, one run on four hits, a walk, twelve strikeouts. Doesn't get much better than that. Does not get much better than that. There were no really nobody nobody even reached second base in this game. There were a couple, there was an infield hit, there was, you know, everything was hit softly. And then in the ninth inning, Robinson came in, and I don't know about you, I was a little worried. I was a little worried. I'm always a little worried. If it's not Mariano Rivera and it's a closer, I'm a little worried. That's basically how I look at closers and bullpens. 
It wasn't Mariano Rivera. It was David Robinson. But when the ball, when the comebacker went off of Robertson right, like, couldn't have rolled it to Alonzo any better, I said, okay, now we got something. July is different than June. And so far it has been. You know, baseball is a long season. It's a long season. It's a lot of ups and downs. And we all get caught up in, go- in judging things day to day. You know, we jump off the cliff, then we want to come back up on it. Then we jump off again. So let's see what they do here. Let's, let's see if they can get us into the All-Star break now. Four and one. Or what is it? Three and one. Go three and one in these last four. Like I said, you, you're going to win all four. You want to win all four. You especially want to win tonight. You want to complete the sweep. You definitely want to complete the sweep. Now, I mean, the Mets, the final line, two runs, six hits. One run, four hits for Arizona. And, you know, with the Arizona, they didn't have great bats either. They let a lot of fastballs go, you know, that were caught a lot of the plate go right past them. And they didn't get the bat off their shoulder. That's how good the fork ball was last night. Is they were, they just, they were lost. Because the fork ball looked just like the fastball. So they assumed a lot of the fastballs were fork balls. The bottom never dropped out, and it turns out they just watched the fastball right down the middle go past them for a strike. There was also the strikeout on one of the strikeouts was on a uh, violation, a time violation by the hitter. So, hey, listen, you take what you can get. You certainly take what you can get, and we will take last night. Okay, it's about time something broke in this team's favor. It's about time. It was, it was, we, you know, it couldn't go on forever the way it was going. And I'll tell you, and I think the biggest, the biggest decision last night was Buck not going to the bullpen. McNeil, again, it continues to not hit. McNeil, uh, 0 for 4 with a strikeout. He didn't look good at the plate. And listen, he had a chance at one of his at bats. There was a runner on second. It was second and third with the double steal. Because they walked Marte. They intentionally walked. Could you imagine that? Fourth inning, they intentionally walked Marte to get to the reigning National League batting champion, Jeff McNeil. That's how bad McNeil is going right now. Because Marte isn't, you know, it's not like Marte's Barry Bonds. He might have hit a home run the night before, but Marte certainly is not, you know, putting fear into anybody. He hits left-handers okay. McNeil struggles against left-handers, but McNeil's the reigning National League batting champion, the reigning Major League batting champion. And they walked Marte to get to him, and he rolled out, and he rolled one to second, and the inning was over. That was the Mets' chance before that. And you know what, Jeff? They picked up Jeff McNeil, too. Because McNeil, let's see, McNeil is now hitting two fifty six. Marte is hitting 257. And they felt the need that they didn't want to face Marte. They'd rather put him on base, make it first and second. Very first pitch was a double steal, which was a which was a gutsy move too cuz you better make that. You better not get thrown out at third if you're a Connor. Don't make that last out at third base especially in a game like this where there's not many chances to score. He made it uh, Marte followed behind him to second. So then that's second and third, fourth inning. 
and McNeil rolls one out to second. Give give Zango all the credit, but Francisco Alvarez, that's his biggest home run. I mean, they said during the game that, that he doesn't sleep after losses, that he takes losses personally, he takes them hard, which is kind of, you, know, you don't want to do that because, you know, you, you end up a wreck. You, know, you end up like, like us, like the Mets fans. You know, when, you, when you're living and dying with every win and loss and win and loss, it's a long season and it's stressful. And especially if you're playing in these games and he's a kid. And for him to get that home run, you could see as he was rounding first base, like I said, he might catch one under the chin today. Jumping up and down. I mean, they, you know, he looked a little bit like Joe Carter when he hit the home run in game six or game seven. Touch them all, Joe. You'll never hit a bigger home run in your life. He looked a little bit like that. Now, was it a little much? Maybe. I'm sure Arizona thinks it was. I'm sure they're sitting there going, you guys are seven games under 500, and this is how you're going to act? We might correct that. And I, 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 I would probably correct it. I don't think he did it on purpose. I don't think he was trying to shove it in their face or anything, but I, I would not be surprised if you see Alvarez catch one under the chin. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, best win of the season. Best win of the season. Biggest win of the season. Tonight, now let's see if they can follow it up. You're now, let's see, you don't have the, you don't have exactly, you know, Cy Young pitching tonight. Carrasco going for the Mets. Two and three. Almost a six ERA. Really has not been good. He's had a couple good starts since coming back. He's going up against Nelson. Nelson five and four with a five, four, five, seven ERA. I don't expect another, you know, pitcher's duel 2-1 game. But let's see what let's see what they could do. Let's see if they could, the Mets could jump out to a lead. Let's see if they could take the momentum. You know, momentum in baseball is a funny thing. It, a lot of times it doesn't carry over. Almost always. And, you know, momentum's only as good as your next day starting pitcher, and neither of these starting pitchers are very good. So we'll see how they react, how they respond but either way, it's four in a row. It's four in a row for the Mets. We'll take what we can get. They are, well, you know, forget about the division. We're not even going to look at the division. The, 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 Braves are, the Braves have won nine out of the, 10 out of the last 11. So forget about the division. Mets could win, you know, 20 of the next 25, and they would still be 10 games out of the division with the way the Braves are playing. Wild card, though, the Mets still six and a half. One, two, three, four. They got Chicago, San Diego, Milwaukee, and San Francisco all in front of them. The three wild cards right now are, are Miami, the Dodgers, and the Phillies. And the Mets, listen, the Mets are better. They have a better team than the Marlins and the Phillies. Since the Mets swept the Phillies during that five-game win streak, their teams have gone in just completely opposite directions. Phillies went winning. They blew right past the Mets. The Marlins blew right past the Mets. And the Mets went south. Well, now things have turned around. question is, did they dig themselves too big of a hole? But the fact that San Diego is ahead of them is one of the teams they got to jump in this wild card. And you're playing them next week, or you're playing them in a couple days, going into the All-Star break. Now, if the Mets go on and win, let's say, three of these next four games... The all-star break could be a detriment because you kind of want to just keep playing. You don't want four or five days off when you're playing, when you're finally going good. 
but you know, you take the break, you reevaluate. Now let's see if they now it's going to be with the bullpen. There were no excuses tonight. Everybody's rested. Robertson faced three hitters last night. He faced three hitters the night before. You you don't want to use them three days in a row. You really don't if you don't have to. So the Mets are going to have. But Buck will probably go to him. He's known to wear out bullpens, so he'll he'll go to him. I would imagine. Tonight. I don't think he's going to be off limits because these are games the Mets have. You know what they made them? So they dug. They got. They caused this for themselves. Now you got to get through it, and you might have to suffer a little bit to get to get what you need to get. The Mets never play well on the West Coast either. West Coast is where Mets seasons go to die. You know, I can't even I could can't even count how many times a season like this, where it's going south, they go out to the West Coast, they lose they you know they lose five of seven or they lose eight of ten, and they and then that's it. They fade into oblivion, and you don't you don't hear from the Mets again the rest of the season. Let's hope this is the beginning of a run. And, you know, maybe we get something in the second half. Are they going to make the playoffs? Maybe not. But at least give us a season, some games in the second half that we could, you know, get into. You know, let let City Field have a little life in in August or in September. Because we were headed to, to football in July for Mets fans. Late into the night, if you stayed up, you were rewarded. Francisco Alvarez, two out, two strike, ninth inning, down a run, takes a high fastball over the wall in right field, tie the game. Connor then hits a, a batty, gets a hit. Connor gets a triple, scores batty, and it's two to one in the ninth inning. Robertson comes in, gets the three outs in the ninth, and the Mets get their biggest win of the season. Now let's hear what Buck had to say after the game. Here's Buck. What do you think about winning a second series in a row already here in more than a month? I don't know. Y'all keep reminding me of that, and I understand that that's news, but uh, you know, we're more about tomorrow's game. And uh, what happened tonight was good, and we'll see if we can get another one tomorrow against a good team. You know, we knew uh, – Big hit by Mark, too. We felt like they were going to close with Chafin and uh, Magoo's a, a neutral split. You're doing him a favor hitting left-handers off of him with the split. So uh, that worked out at the end. So, I mean, so, you know, he's, he's you know, again, it's, it, it's manager speak from Buck. It's on to the next game. We're not worried about it. You know, you got what you're going to get. You're not going to get anything crazy out of him. Alvarez, um... He spoke after the game as well. He spoke to a translator. I mean, listen, all the stars for this game are speaking through translators. You got you got Zenga, you got Alvarez. But again, the biggest thing I think in this was we didn't see the bullpen. He let him go out there. He trusted him to go out there and pitch the eighth inning, get through the eighth inning, and hope to get a run in the ninth. And that's what they did. They got two runs in the ninth. And they won two to one. I was worried they weren't going to get that that it was going to be tied. Well, that run from third was what you know they they left kind of stranded at third. I was like, oh no, because that was a big run out there. If they don't get that run in, 
And then they give up, you know, anything can happen in the ninth. We've all seen anything can happen. Arizona just saw anything can happen with the Mets. You know, you're one strike away. You got your closer in the game. It's basically over. Even Gary Cohen's got his bags packed. The biggest Mets fan out there, Gary Cohen, has his bags packed. Ready to go home. Ready to hightail it to the hotel even faster than Keith. Because you know Keith, Keith didn't have his bags packed. And you know Keith is hit one foot out the door in the seventh inning. Gary, we caught Gary not believing last night. And that's a rare thing. Because he's as big, a, he's a, as big a Mets fan as there is. However big a Mets fan you are, Gary Cohen's a bigger Mets fan. He's up and cheering in these, in, during these things. He was cheering as he was pulling his books back out of the, putting them back on the table. So a big win. Let's see him, you know, Carrasco tonight. You're going to need the bullpen tonight because Carrasco's not very good. Five innings. You're going to need three innings out of the bullpen, maybe four. I don't know if Robinson's going to be able to pitch tonight. He pitched three batters the other on the fourth, three batters last night. He, he might, I mean, he might be able to come in and get a, get a, a couple outs. You'd like to think that he can, especially with the All-Star break coming up, you know, just full force. But you don't want it to cost you down the line. So, I mean, I, I don't know. It, it, I don't know if, if Robinson's going to be available tonight. Listen, come out there and win 6-1. Win 7-2, to one. Win seven to two, right? Then you don't need to worry about it. You give the bullpen room to screw it up. Hopefully they don't screw it up five runs or more. You know, you, 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 you're up 7-2 to two when you go to the bullpen, you win 7-6. to six. But Robinson doesn't have to come in. <laughs> And then you go off to San Diego for three right before the All-Star break. You know, I don't know. If, I, I don't know. If Pete is in the home run derby. Does it screw up the swing? Does it? I don't, I don't get wrapped up in that. If he wants to play, play in the home run derby, we'll play in the home run derby. He's won it twice, right? So that might be the only thing we win this year. Because this thing, the Mets can very easily listen as, as high as we are now. You're lying to yourself if you think the Mets can't just lose these next four games going right into the All-Star break. You know they can. You know it's a possibility. But we now have added the possibility of them winning the next four games as well. Because you got to believe. So, Alvarez the hero. And you know what? Alvarez the hero with the home run. But give Connor credit, too. He hit that ball a long way over the center field's fence, over the center field's head. A triple... Then they left him stranded at third, which could have come back to bite him, and Robertson came in. When the ball hit off his leg and went rolled right to Pete at first base, I was like, all right, we got this. And he had to go through the heart of the order, too, in the bottom of the ninth. Robertson's been very good for this team. Imagine if he was the eighth-inning guy, and we had Diaz in the ninth. I mean, I don't think it'd be, you know, we wouldn't be in the first place. We wouldn't be the Braves. We wouldn't be winning, you know, 15 out of 16 or something like that. The Braves are 58 and 28. They're 30 games over 500. They have an eight game lead on Miami. The Mets are 18 back of them. They're 9 and 1 in their last 10. Listen, so that, that's, that's the standard. You know, we could sit here and be all happy about this four game win streak. The reality of it is the Mets are 40 and 46. And they're 18 games back. And they're six and a half back of the wild card. 
good win last night, but let's keep it in perspective. Go out there and win tonight. Go take care of business in San Diego. San, you got to bury San Diego. San Diego is, is the West Coast Mets right now. Huge payroll, huge expectations, no results. The Mets are 40 and 46. San Diego's 41 and 46. Same team. The Mets spent a little bit more money, but they, they had big expectations in San Diego, and they have fallen flat on their face just like the Mets have. Arizona leads that division. Arizona's 50 and 37, 13 games over 500. But the Braves, listen, the Braves, 58 wins. I mean, they're going to they're gonna hit 60 wins by the, by the All-Star break. Braves are going to be on pace to win 110 games. Every year. This is why we hate the Braves. Let's get another win. All right? Let's go out there and win. Carrasco, you know, who knows? Maybe we get one of those good, you know, one out of five he pitches as well. You never know. Maybe the bats wake up. Alvarez, watch for Alvarez to catch one under the chin. Watch for some, maybe some, you know, fireworks. If they knock him down, you know the Mets are going to, you know, well, it'll be interesting to see. Do the Mets retaliate if they hit him? Do they not? Do they do? Because he's your, he's the future. You know, if they throw behind them, do the, does Carrasco come and, and throw behind them, knowing that you might get thrown out of the game and now you're in the bullpen in the third inning? That's what I'm interested to see today. Alvarez's first at bat. Do they retaliate for him showboating it around first base, flexing his muscles and backpedaling and jumping around? I mean. It was a little much for July 6th. It reminded me of Joe Carter. <laughs> Touch them all, Joe. And that was in the World Series. That won the World Series. So keep an eye on that. We will be back to talk to you tomorrow. Do these, you know, a couple times a week now. I'm off, like I said, paternity, 30 days. I got my daughter right here in front of me sleeping. You might have heard her. She was squirming a little bit before, a couple minutes ago. <laughs> but that's it. I got some stuff to do. Enjoy the game tonight, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow. I'm Bob Walters. See ya. Seventh pitch of the at-back coming from Chafin to Alvarez. And he flies one deep right field. McCarthy back near the wall. It's out of here. Francisco Alvarez ties the game. Two out, two strikes. Home run in the top of the ninth. Alvarez strikes again. And the Mets come back off the mat to tie it in the ninth. Here in the ninth. And he drives one to center field. That's deep. Back goes Thomas. Back to the warning truck. It's over his head. Racing for third. Beatty. He'll turn and score. Canna heads for third. He's got an RBI triple. And the Mets have the lead in the top of the ninth. If you enjoy the show, make sure to let everyone know by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or on our website at LockedUpSports.net. Remember, you can also find us on your favorite social media site, on Twitter at LockedUpSports, on the gram at Locked underscore up underscore sports. Join our Facebook group, Locked Up Sports, or on TikTok at Locked Up Sports Show. 
Now you can catch all the latest from Locked Up Sports anytime. Thanks for listening.